everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate by Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Barb Betts. I am so excited for you to meet today's guest. She literally has become my new best friend. Krista Mayshore has been in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for 20 years. She's the author of four best-selling books that all focus on digital marketing and was named Yahoo Finance's number one digital marketer to watch back in 2021. She has a master's degree in curriculum and instruction, and she is a teacher at heart. She loves serving people and has turned her attention to sharing the secrets of her successes by coaching real estate professionals across the United States. And today we are going to talk about her innovative step-by-step approach on how you can gain a massive digital footprint. I cannot wait for you to hear from Miss Krista Mayshore. Let's get into it, my friends. All right. Welcome to the show, Krista. Oh my gosh. I've known you for a very short period of time and you've already become my best friend. Oh, you're so cute. I know. I I was like, I like her. (laughs) I, I love you already. So let's get right into our conversation today. And I'm so excited because Although we're going to talk about relationships because we both can agree that that's everything in life is at the end of the day, relationships. We're going to, for my listeners, we're going to talk about some things we don't normally talk about. And so I'm so excited to introduce them to you. I'm so excited for them to hear all the amazing things you're going to have to share with us. So let's start out by just telling our listeners a little bit about you and your real estate background and kind of how you've gotten into the space that you're in today. Yes. Okay. So first of all, thank you for having me, Barb. I just think you're gorgeous inside and out. And I think it is beautiful as you're on the, on the outside. I can just tell you even more so on the inside. So I'm super happy to be here. Um, and I can tell that you really are truly happy for other people's successes, which makes me just even adore you even more. So thank you for that. So yes, I've been in the real estate industry for 21 years. And prior to that, I was a teacher. I taught third grade for six years. I've got a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. I love, love, love teaching. I thought it was my life. Um, my younger daughter, she now is, is 20 years old, but when she was, um, just born, she contracted spinal meningitis and had kidney failure and a stroke, multiple strokes. And, and she was at the, um, Oakland children's hospital for about three weeks in isolation with me. And they had told me multiple times that she was probably going to die. I know this sounds bleak. I'm, I'm talking about like, it's, oh, I love this. It's been a long time and she's fine now, but it made me, they told me, Hey, Krista, your daughter, you know, when we were in there for the three weeks, multiple times, they said, she is not going to make it through the night. Call your priest, call your pastor, whatever. Like she was really, really bad. Well, she ended up making it, but they had told me that she probably would have like severe learning disabilities, possibility of being deaf and blind and all these things because of all the strokes and stuff that she had had. And so I left my full-time teaching job to be a stay-at-home mom. And I w- and I was like, okay, well, I'll just play real estate and I'll get my license so I can just sell, you know, three or four houses a year and I'll, I can be a mom and take care yeah. of her. And so that was what my plan was. And then really quickly after that, I found out that my husband at the time was having an affair oh, and we had just bought in a brand new house, like just bought in a brand new house. And I had two little girls, you know, and under the age of five, found out he was having an affair. And so I come home one day, like the bank accounts completely drained. Mm-hmm. Um, within a couple of weeks, this new woman is driving up, driving my car, picking up my daughters for, um, for Thanksgiving. And so that's how my real estate career started. Wow. And- <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, well, it, number one, you're resilient. Number two, you obviously figure stuff out, which is my kind, a woman, right? And it sounds like based on you being able to share that story is you ultimately didn't let it define you. 
which is yeah. Not, you know, here's the thing. I was, I'm actually writing a book right now called um, "Stop Snap and Switch." It just talks all about mindset and. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like if people, it's so funny, people will look at people, like people look at you and they're like, oh my gosh, Barbara's so perfect. And she's so cute. And she's so beautiful. And oh, yeah. because of all these things, that's why, you know, her perfect teeth, her perfect hair, her perfect everything. That's why she's successful. Right. And, and I, and people do that with me too. And I, and I, and I've been, I mean, I'm 50 years old now, so it's a little different, but I remember when I was there selling 150 homes a year and people were like, Krista, that's just because you're cute. You know, and I'm like, Oh, you just keep thinking that. Well, I just keep okay. thinking your ass every single day. I'm, I work my butt off, right? But you can think I it's because I'm cute. I love it. Yeah. So why did you pivot into being a coach in the industry? You just hinted that you were a successful agent. So talk to us about your actual real estate journey. What did it look like? Yeah. So my first year in real estate, I sold 69 houses. And that was because of a, you know what was happening, right? And I, I had to like take care of the girls, keep them in their house. It was really, really important for me to keep them in their house. And the reason being, and this is a story that I just started telling about two years ago, um, is I have not lived at home since I was 13 years old. So I um, was, I had some physical abuse happening when I was younger from my mom and it was pretty severe. And my mom was one of my best friends and I love her to death. And it was, I didn't really tell anybody for a long time because I didn't want to, I was, I'm so loyal to my mom and I love her so much and she's an amazing person. And, you know, she, it's almost like I was living as a kid, two different lives. There was that part that no one knew about. And then I had like the happy home, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. So I, um, I had a a severe learning disability when I was younger. I couldn't read because of the abuse. And I also wet the bed until I was 10. And, um, when I turned 13, I finally couldn't handle it anymore. And I started running away from home. I was living in abandoned buildings, living in cars, living in my friend's closets, you know, sleeping in their closets at night to their parents when I was there. It happened for about a year. And then I ended up getting in trouble. Finally, I broke the law. I stole it, broke into my um, eighth grade um, uh, junior high when the girls were at PE and we stole all their clothes and all their purses and lunch money. So, cause we needed clothes, right? So we stole all their stuff that put me in juvenile hall for three months. And then from there, um, I was sent to a group home called hidden Hills group home for girls. And there's nothing hidden about it. It was like this big, huge green bus that said group home for girls. Oh and they would gosh. drop us off. Yes. In high school, I get dropped off at this, in this bus, basically, you know, labeling me as a screw up. So people made fun of us. They didn't talk to us. They chastised us. We were like the outcasts. Right. And so I stayed there for a year and then I got sent to a foster home. So that's kind of my story. And, um, you know, now I, you know, I, we've generated $36 million online in four years as a coach, real estate coach. I was in the top 1% of coaches of real estate agents nationwide for 20 plus years. And now I'm in the top 1% of um, coaches like nationwide. And it's all just from hard work, developing my mindset, truly, truly, you know, trying to be the best person I can be with every aspect of my life all the time and never giving up or stopping or, or not believing in myself. So that's my story. I'm sure goals, right? I mean, goals have been a huge aspect of you continuing to hit these high levels at each, you know, stop yeah. way, if you will, in your career. So you went yeah. from real estate to coaching. What made you, obviously you're a teacher at heart. So it's yep. clear that that was passionate, passion in you. And it's crazy. You and I are more similar than, you know, but we'll talk about that offline, but, um, you pivoted into coaching in the real estate space. So what did that look like and why? So here's what I'll tell you, cases. Okay, so, so sometimes, and people please listen to this, cause this is really important. Sometimes when you're ready to make like this big change in life, right? 
there's this, there's, have you ever heard those voices in your head that just like keep you, they keep you from producing content. They keep you from doing the thing. They keep you from making these shifts in your life because the voice is saying, oh, you can't do that. Or you're not good enough. Or why would you do it? Whether it's your own personal voice or whether it's even somebody else that like loves you and cares about you and wants good things for you. Sometimes people, our negative voice or people that love us even will tell us not to do things. So I had been reading. I've, I love reading. I'm a dork, actually, when it comes like my hobby is reading and studying, taking classes. I, that's my hobby. I'm, I'm weird. Love but, that. Yeah. So it's like I'm, a, I'm an avid learner at heart. So I was reading this book, Thinking We're Rich, for like the third or fourth time. And it, and it talks about how you have these ideas in life. And when you have them, that's like the universe te- and telling you to go after your calling so you can you can really, really have like the best of the best of everything. Yep. And I had been being told forever, you should be a coach. My God, you're so inspirational. You're so inspiring. You're, you have such positive energy. You should do it. And I had, you know, I was, had been in real estate for 16 years, sold, you know, over 2000 homes. I was an expert at digital marketing. And because I, I, I teach people how to, utilize social media and video and digital marketing to become, you know, the community market leader of their area. And finally, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to coach. Right. And plus I was exhausted because I had been selling, you know, 150 plus homes a year without a staff. It was me yeah. and this is a transaction. Oh, it wasn't no other agents. So I was tired. And so I go to, to make this shift. Right. And when I did it, like I was making around 1.5 million ish. My best year in real estate was 1.8 GCI in commission. And my family was like, my husband's like, babe, I love you, but are you sure you want to stop? I mean, yeah, come are on, you I'm sure you want to give up that, that gravy train? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. And then my parents were like, Krista, we love you, but normal people do not leave their <laughs> $1.68 million yearly, uh, uh, you know, career at 46 years old to go do something else. No one is ever going to pay you to coach them. We love you. We think you're amazing, but we think you're making a big mistake. Right. Mm. And so I, I was like, okay, but I, I want to do this. So fast track four years later, we just, this, this month, we are going to hit $4 million this month, this month. That's insane. Uh, Okay. And I don't say that to brag, but I'm saying that because I always tell people, if the girl that went her bed and she was 10 and had a learning disability and was in a group (laughs) in a classroom and like, and her husband left her and stole all her money. And, you know, if I can do it, anybody can, right? Like it's all a matter of, of just, never, ever stopping. And don't get me wrong along the way, this journey, I mean, we had, it was hard when COVID hit my coaching business was at a six week burn rate. I was selling houses, like my daughter's house to put in the bank so I could have money. I was using the real estate commissions to pay for the coaching. I mean, it's been a long, hard journey. It took us about three years to start being productive and profitable. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, because we didn't give up, we kept pushing, we kept going, we kept changing and, you know, like navigating through this journey. Now we're just really seeing the results. So if you're out there listening, I don't care where you're at, like anything can happen. You just have to like go for it and work and not, not stop. You have to have the work ethic. You have to have the passion and you have to have the never give up attitude. Right. And you believed in yourself. You bet on yourself. You believed in your own dream and it was doable. It is doable. Plenty of people do it. Right. I mean, it is a space that has a place for you. And I love that you never gave into like this imposter syndrome that so many people feel and this like, oh, there's other people out there or COVID's killed the coaching industry and it's never coming back the same and events have never going to come back again. Clearly they all are now, right? We all know that. But I just love that you stayed laser focused on your goals. And it sounds like you've done that each step of the way, which is awesome. And like I'm like everyone else, but definite ups and downs in life. Right. I mean, but what you said, belief in yourself. And that's the biggest thing that people have is they have problems believing in themselves and they, they make excuses as to why they aren't successful and why other people are. And 
you know, the, the, the part of their brain, the amygdala, it's part of your brain that keeps you safe, like keeps you safe and keeps you from doing things that like jumping off of a building or make sure that you run when you see a, you know, a, a tiger that's going to eat you. But that amygdala also keeps people in this fear stuck place, afraid of making changes. And so we have to learn to get outside of that comfortable place and to be willing to take risks and to be willing to fail. Like, I mean, my God, I failed so much and I fail more than anyone you'll ever meet. But the difference (laughs) is is that I fail like nine times to succeed once, whereas everyone else is so afraid of even failing once that I'm, you know, and that's what all successful people do. They, they truly, truly fail forward. Yeah. We have to, right. I mean, yeah. humans are designed to do is fall down and get back up. And mm-hmm. there's a lot to be said for that. So, okay. Obviously you have a huge passion for digital marketing, which is how I connected with you and seeing you all over my social feed, watching a ton of your videos, becoming obsessed. So let's talk about real estate professionals. Let's talk about digital marketing here at real estate by relationship. I am all about relationships. It's all I know how to do. Let's talk about how do, if you were coaching a realtor who has a passion like me, who has great database, who gets a ton of business repeat and referral, but wants to step it up in the digital marketing area. What do we do? What, what are, what things agents need to be thinking about? This is such a good question. I love this. So, so there's something called a parasocial relationship. And what that is, is, is the, our brains were built because of TV and watching the boob tube. Like we're literally, our brains are built to, to see somebody on the other side of a TV screen or a video screen or a phone. And, and we start to develop a relationship with them. It's just like you do with the characters on TV, right? Like you cheer for them, you laugh at them, you cry for them, you yell at them, you want to kill for them. Like you do all, like, all these things, you know, because you have developed a relationship with that character. It's the exact same thing with our community and with us. And so it's so good that you've got really, I saw you're all about relationships and doing all these things, but even though you're so good with relationships, Barb, I can guarantee that people are still forgetting about you. Like, haven't you ever gone to Walmart and they're like, Oh my God, Barb, I bought a house. And I'm so excited. And you're like, yeah, well, you didn't use me. Right. Mm -hmm. It's happened to everybody. Right. Uh And the reason is because as much as, in fact, the statistic just came out for the National Association of Realtors, and I'm almost a thousand percent sure it was 93%. So 93% of people said that they would ref- they would use their agent again, but only 13% actually do because people are forget, right? It's like I built a house three years with my husband and we had an amazing person that did our blinds and that we loved. We had an amazing person that helped us with our custom closets. And I don't remember their names. They haven't kept in contact with me. I couldn't even use them or refer them if I wanted to, even though I absolutely had an amazing experience because they haven't kept in contact with me. Mm -hmm. So if you're a brand new agent, an experienced agent, if you're brand new to an area, whether you live in a big city or a small city, if you start creating content and becoming the mayor of your town, right? Like anything and everything that has to do with your town, your community, your niche, your people, you know, like you talked about your, your hair journey and how you made it super, you know, public and people knew about it and you show yourself without your hair and with your hair and all these things. People are like, oh my God, I love her. She's so real. And she's, and I, and I know her and reality TVs are the most number one watched show on television. So it's like, people are watching you with your own little reality TV show they're developing a relationship with you so when this happens and you're creating this content which by the way i'm just going to be honest i'm one of the weird people okay if you ask 90 100 people if they like to do video 99 of them will tell you that you that they're terrified of it and i was too when i first started i was terrified now i'm it's been you know 10 years almost i'm not terrified anymore but everyone is afraid of doing video 
We're afraid of what we look like. We're afraid to make a mistake. We're afraid we're going to be judged. We're afraid of what we don't like our hair. We don't like the way we sound. I've always had to think about my nose being too big. I mean, whatever, you know, it's like, we have our thing. Okay. But it's the, but that's how you look. That's how you sound. That's who you are. When you go on a listing appointment or meet with the buyer, you can't stick a bag over your head. I mean, that's what you look like. Right. So, and the statistics just go and research like video and marketing and video and conversions. I can sit here for an hour and tell you all about how much more video converts than just doing like 64% of people say that when they, they're more likely to buy something if they actually watch a video, right? Landing pages. If you compare a landing page with video without, you get 800% more conversions with video. I can just go on and on. So if you want more conversions, you want people to say yes to you more, create video content that is mm-hmm. specifically speaking to your ideal audience and make sure that it's actually being seen. And that's where the biggest problem comes in with people is that they're creating video content, but less about 0% of actual video uh, content goes viral, like 0%, right? So when you create a video, less than, less than 2% of people that you do know, and that are on your platforms are actually seeing it unless you know how to properly distribute it. So I know I just said that. So that's, that's the main, it's, it's, there's, it sounds like it's a couple buckets. One realtors need to get comfortable doing video. And I totally agree with you. I would put there's 98% out of a hundred that don't like it. Me and you are the two that do, because I actually only because we are, we're doing it, but we didn't used to like it. Right. I mean, I uh, no, but we are yeah. doing it. We're doing it consistently. We showed up, we messed up. We said, um, a million times. We didn't know how to look at the camera. We stuttered over our words. We talked too fast. We talked too slow. Like we've done it all right. I actually now have grown to a place where I don't even mind watching my video content back. And I used to literally, if my husband was listening to one of my stories in the living room, like late at night and I'm like, stop, turn it down turn it down. I don't want to hear my voice. And he's like, why it's your voice. Like you yeah. sound like that to me every day. So creating the content, getting comfortable doing the content, then there's obviously you got to put it out there somewhere. But the key is that we, to your point is who's seeing it. How do you get it seen? And how do you stay in front of people? So my next yes. question is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of it, Google ads. Are we talking everything? Is there, is there specific areas that realtors should focus on? Okay. So first of all, you want to look at who your demographic is. I always tell people, pick a platform that you're going to utilize and that you're going to do it well, and you're going to master it. So I always say, learn, implement, master, repeat. I have been doing real estate and using Facebook for literally 20 years, right? So Facebook around 11, I think around 11 or so. I mean, I started marketing on Facebook right away when Facebook first came out. I was like running ads on Facebook back when no one even had a clue on how to do it. Back when it was free. Yeah. Yeah. When it was free. Exactly. Right. That's kind of like Google. Google used to be able to buy a, for one cent, you get the word realtor home. And now it's like, you know, a thousand dollars, the same keyword, exactly. very similar to what to Facebook, but just recently I started um, marketing more on YouTube and obviously Instagram as well, because Instagram's owned by Facebook, yep. but most of my success, I would say 90 probably 6% of it has all come from Facebook ads and Facebook marketing. Um, now that's not to say that like right now we're on TikTok because TikTok is the platform is huge. Yep. Yes. We're repurposing everything on, on, on um, YouTube, but primarily it, after all this time of me doing it, right. And I am definitely a master digital marketer. I mean, I've generated millions of dollars online. So I'm an absolute expert in it from just Facebook. So pick a platform, master it, stick to it. Don't try to do 8 million things, pick one. And once you've mastered, I mean, mastered, you're talking, I mastered it for, you know, 10 plus years, right? 
then move on to a next one. Make sure you don't stop the original one and mm. then master the next one. Right. And as you start to get more income and, and more, you know, you have, you have more liquidity than you and more bandwidth, right. Cause you have help and that kind of thing. Then you can kind of start mastering other. And you get better at it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You get better at it. Okay. You mentioned something repurpose. I, I love that word. And I think that realtors forget about the power of repurposing content. I think realtors also think that once you've talked about first-time homebuyers, that all the first-time homebuyers in the world have heard about it. And that's obviously a very bad, bad thing to think because that's so not the case, right? Yes. But you talked about repurposing. You talked about the fact that you start over on Facebook, but we all know if it's good video and good content, there's no reason it can't go to other places. So what I'm hearing you say is the power is once you've mastered a platform and mastered how it works, then you can create one piece of content for that platform and start distributing it to others in different ways and testing it out on other platforms. Absolutely. We, we take our, our videos and we transcribe them. We put it on our, our website. We take the video and put the video on our website. We put the video on YouTube. We just change the thumbnails. We just change yep. the description. Yep. We take... Like, and quite frankly, YouTube is a great place to start. Each, each platform has their different ways of working, but yeah. you can still repurpose it, right? I mean, then we run the Facebook ads, we're in the Instagram reels. I mean, there's so much you can do with one piece of content. You can break that one video up. People say, I don't have time to do video. I'm like, you don't have time not to, because that one video can be like 18 different. From one video, you can have 18 different uses for it just by, you know, piecing it out and breaking it up and, and, repurposing it. <laughs> so I'm a realtor. I come to you. I say, Krista, I, I, I'd be good on video. I used to do, you know, journalism. I sat in, I was a TV anchor, you know, I, I know how to talk on video, but I don't know what to say. And I don't know what kind of content needs to be created. And I don't even know who my niche audience is. What, what do you tell that realtor? Okay. I, I love because you speak my language. It's so obvious. So basically, you know, research shows that the more that your content, okay, or your copy, copy meaning the words you use, the words yep. you write, the things you say, speaks directly to somebody, the more likely it will con- it will convert. Okay, yeah. so that means that your very first step is to understand who am I going after. For example, the past eighteen months, two years, it's it, you know nobody wants to work with buyers, right? So people are going, how do I get my buyers offer accepted? And they're oh, remove contingencies and do all these things. Well, I don't want to work with buyers because there's twenty seven offers on every single property. I want to work with sellers. So all of my content has spoken directly to sellers mm-hmm. and what sellers are going through. Everybody in the world knows right now it's a great time to buy or sell a house. So if I say it's a great time to sell, there's multiple offers and bidding wars. Well, duh, the whole world knows that. Yeah. I need to be speaking directly to the seller that wants to sell, but they're afraid to sell because they're afraid that if they do, they're not going to be able to find a replacement property because of bidding wars, right? Yep. So if I understand that I need to know what are the sellers thinking, what are their problems, what are their concerns, what are their desires, and all of my content should be speaking directly to that. So Mm. it should be like, are you thinking of selling, but you're afraid if you sell, you're going to be homeless because there's multiple offers and bidding wars. And you're afraid because of limited inventory, you're not going to have a place to live. Oh my gosh. I totally understand that. In fact, just last month alone, I helped 16 people sell their house. And guess what? We found all of them a replacement property, but I can respect why you would think that here's exactly what we did. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Then you give them the teaching points. So, and it's, let's just, let's reverse this now. Let's just say you are a veteran. And you have a job. Thank you, by the way, for serving our country veterans. Hmm? But you don't have a lot of money in the bank and you don't have very good credit, but you are a veteran. You do have a job. If I do content and I say, it's a great time to purchase a house because, you know, the interest rates are low and you could probably actually purchase the home and pay less than you're paying in rent. And there's a tax write off. Mm -hmm. That veteran is not listening to me at all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't think he has the ability to purchase a house. But if I said, are you a veteran and you don't have a lot of money in the bank and you don't have the best credit, but you are a veteran, you're serving our country. You've got a job. Thank you, by the way. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know that you probably have the ability to purchase a home? Now all of a sudden he's like, oh my gosh, I'm a veteran. I don't have a lot of money in the bank. I don't have a credit, but I, I have a job. I might be able to do it. Let me listen in further. Okay. So the idea is to understand who you are going after. Like, like if you, if you have a client avatar, what a client avatar is, is who is your ideal prospect or person that you want to work with. Right. And you need to know everything about them, how old they are. Are they married? Are they single? Do they have kids? What do they like to do? What are they afraid of? What do they enjoy? You know, everything you can about them. And then you start creating pockets of, of different types of content that you can create and out of each pocket, then you then list out like six, eight, 10 more pockets of, okay, I'm talking about, you know, I'm selling in a community, let's just say XYZ neighborhood. Well, what is there to do in that neighborhood? Where, what's, what are the schools like? Um, how, what, what, what are the dog parks like? What are, what are there things to do? How far it is from places? What types of homes? What styles of homes? How much are they? I mean, you can just go like crazy uh-huh. and then you can go on Google and you can search like things on Google. And when Google is the number one search engine, it's going to tell you by order what the main things people are typing in. And then when you click on that, you can go to related searches at the bottom or you can go to this website called answerthepublic.com. Yes, can put a, 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 a Put a, a question in. It'll give you like 800 questions that are the most common search questions. There's so much content to be talking about, right? right? Just go answer them. Just go talk about yes. them. Well, you talk about the client avatar. So I did actually a podcast with my dear friend and client. Her name is Tori Smith. She's one of the biggest wedding planners in America. She's been featured in Brides Magazine and all the thing. And we did a whole talk on client avatars. And she described her bride. She has a bride. They have a name. It is her ideal client. And when she's, when she's doing marketing, when she's creating copy, when she's doing anything, she is specifically talking to that bride only like that bride exists in her brain. And that Mm -hmm. is her person that she creates everything for. Would this bride like this color, this style, this chair, this bow, whatever it is. Um, and yes. it's fascinating to listen to because it's not just in real estate. And I think that's the thing. Realtors are trying to be anything. Everything. They're trying to be everything to everyone instead of yes. understanding who their ideal client is. And here's the deal. Your ideal client can shift from market to market. That's the other thing I always want to be clear about is yes, you may really, really love working with sellers right now, but I promise you friends, as long as Kristen and I have been selling real estate, there will come a time when you have to call the seller after six months on the market and explain to them why their home still isn't sold. And yes. guess what? that time you'll be dying for a buyer. I know you don't feel like it right now. And you're probably thinking I'm crazy. And you're like, I never want to work with a buyer again, but I promise you there will be a time where you want to work with a buyer. I remember when there was like 600 properties on the market in Brentwood. And right, right. now we have, we have 34, the last time I checked, right. 34, yeah. 28. Yeah. It's like, and trust me back then you, you were doing everything you can to try to get a household. You were increasing the commission to 10%, yep. throwing in a car, like <laughs> you telling them were. that you'll sleep with well, them, whatever it took, like I'll do it. You know, I'm just right. kidding. Bonuses right and left. Just bring yeah. me an offer that has a pulse and, and you can have a 500. Yeah. We, yeah. we did it all. Okay. So in the digital marketing space, what mistakes are agents doing? They're not doing digital marketing. Love it. Right. So that's love how simple that is, but it's so true. They're not. Yeah, they're not. So I just spoke at Funnel Hacking Live and Russell Brunson, he's like, he is the world's best digital marketer. And he has created, he's the owner, founder of ClickFunnels. And he had me speak upon the pre-funnel, right? So like, um, 
uh, and and to, to kind of put it into perspective again, without trying to sound braggy, but we have created, I've generated eight funnels that have each generated over a million dollars, eight different funnels, right? Mm-hmm. We just got our, our $25 million. Two you go on, explain to our realtors out there who don't know what you mean when you say funnel. Okay. So basically a funnel is, is it's like, a, it's kind of like a, a really mini down version of a website, right? But it's, 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 it's a, a place where you drive traffic to, to convert leads, but the funnel is there for one specific reason. So for example, we've got a seller seminar funnel, a buyer seminar funnel. We've got an open house funnel. We've got a what's my home worth funnel. We've got a executive bi- biography funnel. We've got a book funnel, right? Like all these different funnels where I, where I drive traffic to. So for example, this is, this is a book that I wrote called What to Expect When Selling Your East County Home. It's the same book, but the title is different. What to expect when selling your Deer Ridge or Shadow Lakes home, right? And this one is what to expect when just selling your home if they don't live in any of those areas. So we will create content specific to sellers. And then we're going to drive traffic to to this funnel where they can get the book for free. And then there's like all these other videos about, you know, selling on there. And we, we get them to go to that traffic by creating content originally that talks about selling. And when they start to watch these videos, we then... T- target and retarget them more seller content. And then the, the last stage is, Hey, would you like to go? Would you like a home evaluation funnel? Yeah. Like, would you like me to tell you what your home is worth? Great. I don't start with that lead magnet, right? I, I end with that because I know who the people are that are going there have previously watched information. So that a funnel is driving people yep. to a specific place to get them to take some sort of action, yep. whether it's, getting their email, downloading content, you know, having them buy something from you, having them, them go to set an appointment. It's all these different things. So we, um, we, I've done a lot of these funnels and, you know, like I said, we've done $34 million of, of like money coming in, in four years from funnels, from just what I'm talking about. Okay. So the biggest mistake that people are making is number one, they're not doing any digital marketing. They, they are, they're, they're still doing all the old school things. They're still doing open houses and cold calling and door knocking. And, and, and I know that all of those things work, but when I create content, I'm creating a piece of content and I'm running an ad behind it, utilizing social media, utilizing Facebook. And instead of just, you know, three or four people seeing it, my mom, my dog, my best friend, my husband, (laughs) right. I'm making sure that everybody in my community is seeing it. So you, I mean, you're getting, you know, 400, 600, 800 hours of watch time on every video that we're creating. And then I'm targeting people in my community and giving specific information that they originally were interested in back in front of them. Okay. That's digital marketing. And the biggest mistake that people are making, number one, is they're not creating video content. They don't know. And if they do, they don't, they're not creating the right messaging. Mm -hmm. It's all about them, not about the community, not about how they can help or how they can serve. And then no one is seeing it. Right. So understanding that video is your secret weapon. But even more so is making sure that video is being seen and then what you're doing with that video once it is seen to be able to have high quality traffic that actually ends up converting and understanding that it's a process. And the reason why most people don't do it is because they don't see the results right away. But you are literally building a foundation, whereas most people are trying to get people to, you know, they're getting leads. I want leads, I want leads, I want leads. And I'm like, you don't want leads, you want high quality leads that are going to convert because your marketing and your messaging created, you know, got people to raise their hand and say, Oh, I want what you have. Mm -hmm. It takes time to develop a relationship. And when you, you start with this, it's like all of a sudden people, you walk in the door and they have a diet Coke for you, or they've got your goldfish. Cause then you like, you like goldfish or they've got your favorite pack of gum there because they're like, Oh, I saw that you 
Like they literally are developing a relationship with you and you're winning before you arrive, meaning they've already decided they like you and because they've, they've been watching you. And now when you, you get there, they're hugging you and they're like okay. talking to you like your best, your best friends. Friend. Yes, exactly. Like we are so you talked about earlier is I, I love that concept. I was talking to my good friend Chelsea about the same thing the other day about how the brain does not know the difference between you and I sitting on video right now. We are developing a relationship even oh, though yeah. we're miles away from each other than if we were face to face having a cup of coffee. And when realtors can wrap their head around the other side of this, which is relationships, and that at the end of the day, most home buyers and home sellers want to work with a human they actually like. They, they know. Mm-hmm. And part of that like factor and building a relationship to where you're going to do such a, now you're going to get into the transaction. You're going to do such a great job for them. You're going to put them into an actual system that I specialize in, in building that relationship, nurturing that relationship and getting repeat and referral business. And oh, by the way, if you do it right, they're still going to see you all over the interwebs, right? With all your video content. So they're going to remember you're still selling real estate. And oh, by the way, you're up on top of what's going on in the industry, what the real issues are right now. You're not talking about something right now. Like when you're home, let's give an example. You all of a sudden are showing up with a video right now about how to, you know, sell your home after it's been on the market for three months, you would look like an idiot right yeah. now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Your content is always relevant because you're doing the proper digital marketing. And then you continue building on that relationship to where that person is telling all their friends and being an outside sales force for you. But it all started with that video where that home buyer or home seller came to you with like, oh my God, I have to work with Krista. I love her. She's so much fun. I love Starbucks too. I love Diet Coke too. I love red wine, whatever it may be. We have a connection, but the only How way- you know I like red wine? Are you watching my oh shows? God. Well, <laughs> well we are now- it's three o'clock. Can oh, we have a wine? best friends. Um, so- That's what I'm so passionate about is that this two-way communication and the beauty about it is you don't have to be sitting talking to someone like you and I are right now, right? Your work is, your videos are doing work for you in your sleep. Your videos are doing work for you while you're with your family. Then you're scheduling the appointments on your time and your calendar to take it to the next level to obviously consummate the relationship so you have a transaction. Because at the end of the day, digital marketing does no good. In my opinion, if you're not good at what you do and you can actually get a home bought or sold for somebody. Very true. Very true. You said it. Views while you snooze, right? Your content is working for you while you're sleeping, while you're on vacation, while you're with your family. So, you know, yes, an open house might work, but I prefer to market one to many and not one to one. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I always say what I've learned to do and transition into the social world, which I love so much is because I can broadcast to such a wider audience. I still work my database. I still work my list of relationships, but I also can be broadcasting at the same time to your point, having my video content work for me to where I'm getting leads in my sleep. Then it's my job to turn on the salesperson and to go actually do the execution of what I'm trained to do. Right. Yes. Without marketing, the best line I ever heard is without marketing and without self-promotion, something terrible happens. Nothing. Yes, I love it. You are not promoting yourself. We are salespeople. We need leads, right? We've got to be promoting ourselves. And for the most part, yes, ads cost money. Yes, there's there's money and marketing dollars involved. But there's oh, but I got I gotta tell you, I disagree. And here's why. Okay, that one strategy I just just telling you about. We got this ninja way of gets getting sellers leads. So just from one strategy in a twelve month time frame. Okay. We closed 48 seller transactions from one strategy and one funnel that wow. resulted in $760,000 of real estate commissions. Wow. And from all of the marketing, from every funnel, from we only spent $85,000 on wow. Facebook ads. Now, 
And that that money went towards marketing our listings, marketing other video content. So I, you know, for that one strategy we did around, probably it was around $18,000 for the year, just for that one CMA drop-off request strategy yeah. resulted in like, I said, $760,000. Yeah. So it, it doesn't cost you any money, but why is it that, so you, I know what you're saying, but yeah, I would it costs say money no. up front, but you're going to yes. make money in the return. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is like, I know a, an anesthesiologist, he's in my inner circle with me. And I know a dentist, she actually teaches dentists. And she told me that the average agent dentist doesn't even make $150,000 a year. I about full off my chair. I'm like, yes. I'm like, no way, no way. In real estate and in lending, we have the ability to make so much money. I don't know very many doctors, attorneys, or lawyers that are doing over a million dollars in, in, they're not right. In real estate, we have so much opportunity, but people are not willing to invest in themselves and in their marketing. And if they would invest in themselves and their marketing of themselves and of their properties so they can show a unique value proposition, the world is limitless. Right. As long as you've got the right systems and strategies in place, obviously. Yeah. But but they don't think that way because the barrier to entry is so easy oh, to get into real life. You know? Absolutely. Okay, I'm a brand new agent starting out. I'm listening to all of this. This all sounds amazing. I have no clue where to start. Where do I start? What's step Just, one? So what is you grab your phone? Okay. Grab your phone. You don't worry. Make sure you don't have any dirty underwear in the background. Make sure there's no yep. planes going by. Yep. Pick 10 people in your phone and um, do a little bit of research on them on social media. This is for you to get comfortable doing video. Yep. Like for example, I'm going to go to yours, yours, Barb and be like, Barb, it's Krista. I just watched the most amazing podcast you're on. You did such a great job. I was just thinking about it. I wanted to say, hi, I hope you're doing good. And just, we'll talk soon. Don't ask for business. Don't ask for referral. Just send video text messages. You'll pick up a ton of clients just from that. Then once you start feeling comfortable, that'll give you some confidence. Then be the mayor of your town, be the reporter of your town, right? Mm -hmm. New restaurants, things that are prolific, what's happening, things to do, new neighborhoods, you know, controversy, and just start talking about it. And then go to forums in your area, go to the Facebook groups in like the moms groups, the community Mm -hmm. groups, and then look at what people are saying and questions are asking, and then just start creating content about that. And just using your phone, that's how you start. Anytime somebody thinks about real estate or they think about your community, they need to think about you because you're yeah. making it impossible for them not to think about you. Uh-huh. And understand this, if they're only thinking about you when they're ready, you are too late. Mm-hmm. Buyers and sellers start thinking about buying and selling three to six months that's or good. longer prior. You need to be showing up before they're ready to make a decision, not when they are. That is fantastic. You want the decision to already be made before they even need to go out and look at a property. That's absolutely brilliant. You have given so much information. We could go on forever. We are going to continue this conversation for sure, but I want to make sure you let everyone know where can they find you? How can you help them? What opportunities do you have for our listeners? Hi everyone. Yes. So every month I do a three day boot camp where I teach people all about video and social media and digital marketing and how to really, really truly position yourself as different in the industry. It is only $47. It's three full days with me at live on virtual. So you can show up virtually right from your own room. Um, just go to kristamayshore.com slash bootcamp podcast. It's either it's either bootcamp podcast or it's podcast bootcamp. But I think it's bootcamp podcast and you'll be able to sign up for our three-day event. Again, tons of value, 
Um, you're going to walk away with your mind blown and we're going to teach you how to like get comfortable on video, how to create video, what to say, how to say it, how to make sure it's seen. And then once people do actually show up in your presence, how you can convert those people because you do things like, you know, give them a book or things like that. Right. Oh my goodness. That is, uh, sounds like, um, I need to be signing up for that. So <laughs> for my name next time, cause that is incredible. We'll make sure to drop that link down in our show notes. I cannot thank you enough for joining me today and giving all of this incredible information. You are a breath of fresh air. Um, I uh, ditto. I, right? I think you're, I adore you, Barb, your, your energy, you got wait. such good energy. I love it. I can't wait to continue um, this relationship and to learn more from you and have you back on to talk about more things. Um, And so friends, if you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you, number one, go follow Krista. Um, Number two, make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you thought about today's episode. And until next time, friends, we will see you again very soon. Bye for now.